2: In September of last year, Wells Fargo agreed to pay $185 million to resolve federal claims that employees secretly opened millions of bank and credit card accounts without approval from the customers. That settlement was just the beginning of what looks to be an expensive period of legal turmoil for the bank. Last week, Wells said its legal cost might be as much as $3.3 billion more than what the company had already set aside. To talk more about Wells Fargo's legal woes, We have John Coffey, a professor at Columbia Law School. Jack, thanks for joining us. Always good to have you on the show. Um, Let me start with the the fake account scandal. Um, How close is Wells to putting that particular issue behind it?
3: Well, it's increasingly looking like they are less complete and the story has more to go than we originally imagined. Uh, You know, the conventional wisdom, uh, among public relations specialists and lawyers, is you want to get the bad news out in one big release, and then say we're putting this behind us; it'll never happen again. Instead, bad news is dribbling out from all corners of this firm, uh, and probably the most discour- discouraging news, which you just mentioned, is that in their summary for the second quarter, they have just said that the additional regulatory costs may be as much as 3.3 billion. Now, that's up 65 percent from what they estimated at the end of the first quarter. So what happened between the end of March and the end of June or July that's suddenly making you say it's up 65 percent? They're learning there's still troubles out there, and we've seen stories come out from all over suggesting that some of the old problems are still continuing.
2: Yeah, let's talk a little bit about those, those news stories. Of you know, we, we have the issue about uh, getting people to, to buy auto insurance they don't need. There was a settlement involving overcharging veterans on mortgage refinancing. There's an issue of a lawsuit involving uh, denying loans to uh, uh, immigrants. Is, is there one of those that strikes you as, as the most significant, and, and could you I- explain what it well, is? Well,
3: some suggest that the old business model is still continuing. Wells Fargo's basic problem was their model was built on cross-selling, opening additional accounts, charging additional services, and that, of course, produced all those bogus accounts. But the auto insurance story that's still continuing suggests that some 500,000 customers, that's not a small number, unwittingly purchased auto insurance on cars when they sought mortgage loans for the cars, many of them already had insurance. insurance on the cars, and most of them didn't know they were getting this insurance. That sounds like the old cross-selling pattern that still hasn't stopped and needs to be clamped down on a little bit more firmly.
2: My uh, crack producer, David Sutterman, just sent me a story saying that uh, there's a new lawsuit on that issue filed by California's insurance regulator uh, involving saying that that, uh, Wells Fargo charged customers for policies they didn't uh, request. Should we expect to see more of this sort of stuff, states? Well, there's a
3: variety of ways that you can sue over this. In some cases, this may affect your credit rating. You'll have a problem there, and you may be responsible for an impaired credit rating for the customer. The veterans loans you were defrauding the government because the government picked up and uh, uh guaranteed the loans of these veterans. So you have people going back several steps who have sort of these contingent claims. We have a problem with the immigrants because California law and federal law doesn't allow you to disqualify immigrants from any kind of service. Um, so, again, they have possible standing, and a court just refused to dismiss that claim. So I think those three claims are the ones we know about. We do know that they are massively refashioning their hierarchy. There's something like 70 senior managers have been let go this year, people who were had the title of president or vice president of various divisions. So they are trying to change their structure to make it a little bit more flattened, So bad news may get to the top quicker, but there still is an awful lot of information that may be lurking at the lower levels that hasn't percolated up yet.
2: So we're in this era where there's an expectation and perhaps a reality that the Trump administration might have a lighter regulatory touch than the Obama administration did. Would you anticipate that will help Wells navigate through all these issues?
3: that they have a lot less concern about the SEC imposing heavy penalties on them. The SEC in fact has decreased its penalty levels over the first six months of this year by a very substantial margin. But um, there is the private legal system and the veterans sued in federal court. The uh, auto insurance cases are getting a variety of lawsuits being brought, um, maybe including the California Insurance Department and the immigrants have a civil rights suit. So I think the private litigation can still continue, and something caused them to raise by 65% their projection of worst-case scenario uh, costs for regulatory compliance is going up to an additional $3.3 billion. That 65% jump is the real surprise here, and it's not fully explained.
2: Jack, only about thirty seconds, but I wanted to ask you because Laura, Laura Keller, Bloomberg News banking reporter, just just said, told us a moment ago that of that three point three billion dollars, the biggest chunk may actually be coming not from the consumer side, but from uh, mortgage-related uh, I- issues. Um, are, are we talking about the wrong things here? Is there is there a much bigger threat to Wells Fargo? No, I think from-
3: mortgage-related issues can involve the same practice of hidden fees. You got the mortgageor to take out a mortgage with you, and you charge some fees that weren't fully disclosed and we're hidden. That's the cross selling problem that seems to have continued. And again, uh, I think we are seeing a company that's trying to change its ways. They are reorganizing themselves. They did do a decent report and removed their CEO and the executive vice president of their community bank. But I'm afraid you have to get down to the lower levels where there still may be a variety of practices that no one wants to confess to, and it will take a, a more complete investigation.
2: Okay. I want to thank uh, Jack Coffey, John Coffey, professor at Columbia Law School, talking to us about the uh, legal issues facing. Wells Fargo uh, still dealing with the fallout from the creation of those fake accounts and uh, now apparently a number of
0: other issues. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At the Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford
1: can help your business at thehartford.com.